Good morning, all. Welcome to NUFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith. It's a while since I've done a live Q and A. Um, tends to be about Newcastle United, but of course, other things do go on in my life, and uh, some people do enjoy asking us questions about uh, whether it's the acting, whether it's the promoting uh, events, etc., or the darker side of YouTube. I'm sure there'll be people out there who want to ask all kinds of questions. I can't guarantee I'll answer them, but uh, you know I will uh, do my best. Also give me opinions on all things Newcastle United as well. Cracking show last night, I've got to say. Uh, the Three Amigos last night is um, I know it's most people on this channel's favourite show, um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, great to be with George Mitchell on the screen, um, alongside myself, Keith, um, Mitch, of course, and Steve a little bit later on. Uh, but George um, and Neil going through a really hard time at the minute after losing Marjorie. And um, yeah, we all send our love and, and best wishes. We've all done that. But it was just lovely for George to come on and have that, you know, to have that Friday night with us. And I think, um, you know, the, the offer will go again next week if uh, George is up for it. Um, it was a thoroughly enjoyable show. Two hours passes very quickly on a Friday night in the company of good friends. That's for certain. Um, wow. What a week it's been as a Newcastle fan. Um, unbelievable, Jeff, is what they say on uh, Soccer Saturday. Uh, but, you know, uh, going from the um, the lows of the FA Cup exit last Saturday, where, yeah, as you all know on this channel, I've been really angry about it and frustrated. Uh, eight changes and, you know, just, just essentially, you know, chucking the cup away is, is the way I looked at it. But then, you know, to the, the highs of Tuesday night and um, Newcastle United get into the first League Cup final, uh, League Cup semi-final um, since you know, 1976, at the first semi-final in any cup competition since 2005. And uh, just the euphoria of the, the evening and, you know, big damn burner, a Geordie lad from Blythe scoring his first goal in the Gallagher end. And uh, it's just, just an amazing occasion, uh, tipped off by, you know, topped off by war flags, wonderful display, everyone bringing their scarves. It was just... Uh, it was like, you know, a, a very special occasion for everyone to be there. Um, obviously, other news in, in, in the Newcastle United world this week um, is, is just transfer window. You know, everyone's hoping and, you know, to see some kind of movement. But there, there's been no news. Um, is no news good news? Uh, no ins, no outs. And uh, Eddie Howe again playing down the whole transfer window. Um you know, in, in these press conferences, you know, more or less saying we're keeping an eye on the market. If something comes along, which we can afford, we'll, we'll go for it. But in essence, it's a difficult window. And, and from our perspective, you know, we, you know, we just, you know, we just, you know, we go with what we've got. Asked about players going out this week. He, he more or less said, well, you know, I, I'm, I don't think the squad is, is overloaded with quantity or quality. Um, and, you know, as, as far as he's concerned, it, you know, he, he doesn't see anybody going. He doesn't want to let anybody go in this window. So, yeah, it's, um, it, you know, been, an, been an, a great week and a, and, a, and a bad week. And, you know, that roller coaster ride in Newcastle United goes on. Of course, yesterday, um, the, uh, the the tie against Southampton, our semi-final tie in the League Cup has been announced. It's going to be the uh, away leg, of course, which is great news. Um, usually for people in the League Cup, the away legs first, 24th of uh, January this month, so coming thick and fast. Uh, Southampton away, 8 o'clock, live on Sky. And then Tuesday, the 31st of January, the home tie the following week, 8 o'clock on Sky as well. For those of you interested in the other semi-final, of course, uh, that will take place uh, on the 25th um, with... Notts Forest at home first against Manchester United, 8 o'clock on Sky. And then Wednesday, the 1st of February, Manchester United versus Nottingham Forest on Sky. Only thing that's a bit of a nightmare for me on that one is, is essentially that um, Forest didn't get, you know, didn't get the, the draw the, white real, the, the right way around. I think had that been Manchester United visiting the city ground, you know, at the end, you know, at the end of the tie, it would have been a, it would have been a lot different. But, um, but hey, you know, from 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 our perspective, you know, we got the draw the right the right way around, so you know, we're, we're all happy. Um, it would be typical Newcastle, of course, to go out at this stage and get beaten off Southampton. 
Um, and Manchester United <laughs> to get knocked out of Forest, and we've got a Forest Southampton uh, Cup final. But they maybe maybe our our ducks are all aligning and in the right row uh, and in the right order this time. It could be great. Let's uh, let's see what happens. Any questions? Uh, get them out there um, and, and and put them in the chat. Uh, anybody wants any questions or wants to bring up any points about Newcastle United, then feel free to do so. And um, I will get to them. I'm going to uh, run the ads and uh, we'll let the chat build up. A big thank you to all of our sponsors, as always. Thanks to Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 25 Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com and our website skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks to Garden of Healing Dispensaries, CBD hemp and cannabinoid specialists. You can find them at the gohd.com. Thanks to Mr. Vicky's sources, which are handmade in Cumbria. And you can find them at mrvickys.co.uk. If you want to make an order, give them a call on 01768 210102 or email info at mrvickys.co.uk. Thanks to Blowhole Breweries. You can get a selection of beers and uh, the cans are in the uh, design of the old Newcastle United entertainers strips. Blowholebrewery.co.uk. Thanks to Melly's Carpets and Beds. Laying our reputation, one recommendation at a time. The best quality around at the cheapest prices. Melly's Beds and Carpets.co.uk. Email sales at Melly's Beds and Carpets.co.uk or give Melly a call on 01670-632-216. And thanks to United Group Travel Limited, UK Coach Holidays in Morbeth, 01670-362-460 or mobile 07957-141-654. Graham, your driver, Beverly answering your calls and looking after you on your tour. Some great deals coming up there. Get yourself onto the website to check them out. Thanks also to Media Arts, who uh, do all of our videos and help us with the technological side of things. And thanks to qtechshop.co.uk, the makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls End, Newcastle, and the guys who run our website, nufcmatters.com. If you want to subscribe to the channel, then hit the subscribe button below. Hit the thumb up, which is the like button, which does us a big favour with the algorithm. And click share. Share it to Newcastle United, Facebook groups or Twitter accounts or your own social media to help our community grow. And if you want to join the channel, hit the join button. And for as little as $1.99 a month, you can get some members-only videos and chances to win some fantastic prizes. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean and the rest. Don't forget as well that we do events through NUFC Matters. And this one is the next event coming up, Friday the 24th of February, an evening with Newcastle United legend Steve Howie. Friday the 24th of February, Tyneside Irish Centre, and tickets are available at £50 from newcastlelegends.com. If you also go on to Woucher and search for the event, you can pick up a bargain on there. Don't forget, we also support the Food Bank on this channel, www.nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk is where you can find the match day bucket. You can make a virtual donation to the match day bucket 365 days of the year to keep helping the food bank in Newcastle. Okay, very quiet this morning. Not very often this happens, so I will push the events that we've announced. Uh, meet and greet with Warren Barton um, is, is imminent. Friday, January the uh, 27th, 7.30 until 9 o'clock. Uh, and that is at the Tyneside Irish Centre. Warren is flying into the UK on a bit of a whistle-top visit, and uh, tickets are £10 for that. He will be signing, uh, having photographs, and uh, he'll be doing a little bit of a talk, taking questions. Uh, tickets are a tenner. All proceeds from that are going to the food bank. And this one has sold out, uh, which we announced last night, the event with Nobby Solano uh, down at the Surf ca uh, Cafe on the 9th of February. Uh, but don't fear if you missed out on that one because there is another event with Nobby Solano at uh, the Tyneside Irish Centre on Saturday, the 25th of March. Uh, entry only for this one, £15. Uh, entry plus a signed print, £20. 
uh, you can get your tickets for that one from NUFC Matters. Um, okay, uh, questions starting to come in. Big Billy says, morning, Steve. I'm just getting a big Scottish breakfast in me, then heading to the pub to watch the Manchester Derby. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a big, big game uh, today, of course, in the Premier League. And morning, Tom. Uh, he says, who would you like to win today between Manchester City and Manchester United? Tom, I think a draw would be the best result today in that game for us personally, um, for obvious reasons, because Newcastle United have... Uh, uh, got a, a, an extra day uh, of training and um, don't play till tomorrow. Of course, play Fulham, who are in sixth place. Um, but but from our perspective, it's a, a draw would be a cracking result. And I think you know Manchester City. Um, I think we'll be living in dream dreamland. I think that we could win the Premier League this season, uh, albeit we're only four points behind Manchester City. With Man City, of course, having a game in hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, Manchester United are on our coattails at the minute. Um, of course, they will go above us with a point today. But if Newcastle were to beat Fulham, um, you know, we would then go two points clear of them. So I genuinely feel a draw would be the best result for us today. Uh, because City then go, of course, five points ahead of us. Um, you know, but they'll only have that one game. And if we can win tomorrow, it's, it's, that's, it. that's a, a gap that we can claw back. We have to keep Manchester United behind us. Um, I think uh, if we're, you know, it's about the top four, isn't it? So, yeah, I, I think a draw would be the best result for us. Uh, John, morning, mate. Thanks for sticking that tweet out, mate. Uh, saw that earlier on. Yeah, bit of controversy on the NUFC matters Twitter about t-shirts. Um, you know, John kindly came on board with NUFC matters um, right at the start of the, you know, the, the start of the show. He produces the merchandise. Two seconds, I'll just have a cup of. He produces the merchandise, the t shirts, etc., and, and donates a hell of a lot of time and effort to putting those t shirts out there. Now, obviously, we sell t shirts as well. Um, and t shirts are sold not just by us, sold by other organizations, um, sold by other shops um, across the Newcastle United fan base, and sold on a thing called the internet, which was invented many years ago. And I'm afraid. You know, unless someone copyrights the design, then anybody can do what they want. And essentially, John does that and does it for the massive benefit of the food bank on a, on a, on a regular basis. So the criticism I saw leveled at um, me in particular, um, I think was a bit unjust because I have nothing to do with the T-shirts. I don't do anything with them. Um, so thanks for that, John. Um, I think you cleared it up nicely. Of course, you will always get protagonists and people who are against us and want to say this and want to say that um you know uh, sticks and stones will break my bones and words and never hurt me and all that but it's um yeah it just needed to be cleared up so i, I appreciate you putting that out there mate and i appreciate more the time and effort that you put in uh, to doing all of that and uh you know you know it, for a good cause on a, on a regular basis so well done and uh, morning ray uh, thanks, Ray, again last night. Honestly, you, 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 you know, you make a donation on a Friday night. I've noticed that on a, on a regular basis and it, and it means a lot. And it was great to meet you the, uh, the other week as well. So thanks for that. Uh, a draw and uh, Spurs beating Arsenal tomorrow would be great. John, I agree, mate. Um, you know, that would be that would be the best all round, wouldn't it? Um, Spurs, Spurs getting a result against Arsenal would be would be great. But again, I, I wouldn't be adverse to another draw. It could be one of those weekends where Arsenal and Spurs draw, Man United and Man City draw, and Newcastle and Fulham draw, and it all stands still. Um, and depending on what happens with Liverpool against Brighton, and I mean, let's face it, the way Brighton are playing, that could be another defeat for, for Liverpool. Um, you know, it, 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 nothing nothing could happen there and other than Brighton leapfrogging Liverpool um, you know, and, and and just edging in behind Fulham, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be strange to see, you know, Liverpool and Chelsea, you know, eighth and tenth respectively at the end of end of play today? You could never have imagined, could you, that Brighton, Brentford, Fulham will all be up there, and Newcastle. It's uh, you know this season really is turning you know everyone's heads, and it's it's a very exciting season. Um, it it has to be said, and just looking at the bottom of the table, I mean Southampton. They're not cut adrift. Um, they're on 12 points. Wolves, of course, sitting there on 14 points and Everton on 15 points. And then you've got West Ham on 15, Bournemouth on 16, 
Forest on 17, Leeds on 17, Leicester on 17. So, you know, between bottom place and 13th, um, you're talking five points. That's just, that's what separates them. I mean, the, the relegation battle is crazy, absolutely crazy. Then you've got a little cushion. Palace have got that little cushion of 22 points. They've got five points cushion um, sitting in 12th. Uh, but it's it, it's bonkers, and, and and they're on they're they're on twenty two points, and Chelsea's on tenth on twenty five. So it's it's just it is it's, it's it's a wide open league. It's a it's a lot more a lot more entertaining than you know than it has been for for a long time. Morning, Les. Hope you're well. I'm just having me morning cup. I thought I would come and do a um uh a, a live q a this morning and uh, good to see the chat building up nicely big billy how uh, steve lester done it stay positive mate yeah i mean that's that's it mate to be honest i mean you know lester did win the premier league and and, and then went on to win the fa cup um yeah it's it's just taking a bit of getting used to billy as a newcastle fan because we had 14 years of mike ashley and that's that's the thing that you all hark back to you know and i was sitting on the ground on tuesday at half time just thinking, well, that's it. You know, we're going to get knocked out. Um, this and, and and then we're just going to have the league to play for. And yeah, I guess you have got to be positive, Billy. You have got to be positive. Say like the Scottish League, mate. I mean, you know, I, I was disappointed that Rangers didn't get the result last week. They should have got the result. Was it last week or the week before? But they they should have got the result. Um, but you know, the draw the draw really wasn't any good to Rangers. Um, uh, Mr. Anderson, good morning. I hope you're well. Uh, race is uh, just a thought. Do you think the club will be thinking about moulding Trippier as a future manager to follow on from how? Great question. Trippier is hands-on now. There is, you know, no doubt about that. He is somebody who essentially, um, you know, was brought in, you know, as a player, but uh, as a captain. Uh, but I think he could be. I really, really do. You think back to those days in the Liverpool 80s era with a boot room promoting from within. It's not a bad thing to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, Trippier would have the respect, wouldn't he? He would have the respect in the dressing room. Um, and I think that's the reason that, you know, the team is performing as well as it is because you have Eddie Howe and his coaching staff. You know, you have, you know, a, a great coaching staff, a, a great backroom staff. But you have a you have a, a, a great leader on the pitch, you know, and and from from what I can gather, Dan Byrne and Chris Wood are both the same in that dressing room, both leaders in the dressing room, um, people who are, you know, well respected and you know vital parts of that team, and I think every 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 successful team has that players committee who who go out and do things, and you know you'll have daft fines and stuff like that, and. There's some real characters in that dressing room, and it, you know, not necessarily the people that you think it's going to be. But yeah, I, I think Molden Trippier as a future manager to follow on from Howe is a possibility. Ray, um, I think the way that the the owners now are running the club is is a lot different to the way, say, Man City's owners ran the club when they came in, and 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 other people. I think it's, I think there will be a couple of changes. You know, I think there'll be changes in the boardroom moving forward. I think eventually. PIF will want full control. I, I would be surprised if in, let's say, five or six years' time that, you know, the, the, the current board are, are the same, you know. I think you will see people come and go. It's it's part of life for football, you know. Um, you would imagine, you know, that Dan Ashworth and Darren Eels will be there long term, but will Amanda still be there? Will Meadad still be there? Will will the Rubens still be involved? Um, you would like to think so. Um Will there still be shareholders? You know, will PIF take it, take it on solely? I mean, you would imagine that's what they would want to do, right? But, but yeah, I think I think lots of things will change. I'll be very surprised if Trippier doesn't retire here, and if he, you know, if he doesn't go on to be part of the coaching staff, though, I would be very surprised if that's what he wants to do, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's a great question, Ray, and I mean that that's my answer, that's my feeling. Don't know what people's feelings are in the chat. Julie, good morning. I hope you are fit and well. And um, I love this. She goes, remember, folks, if in doubt, blame Steve Wraith. Remember that, doing the rounds on socials. Very true, Jules. Yeah, if um, if you can't find anybody else to blame, um, then, yeah, blame Steve Wraith. 
that's the way that's the way it's always been, unfortunately. Um when I'm not to blame at all. Roger, morning. Hope you're well, mate. Uh hope uh, your light is good. I hope you have a good weekend. David John Cook, he says, bit late. Good to be back on. Thanks for showing my League Cup photo and asking Malcolm my question. I love it when people send in things to any of the shows. Um, but when it's something to do with Malcolm and John, it's even better because, you know, they've, they've generally they've got a story about it, haven't they? They've, they've, they've got a story which which goes on and on. It would take about 10 or 15 minutes, but it brings back so many memories uh, for them in particular, but I know for you, the viewers as well. Um, I mean, that that's a hell of an autograph book, isn't it, uh, that you've got there? Um, but for those of you who didn't see it, it was on Thursday night show, and it was a, a cricket game at Lint's Cricket Club. Um, uh, no cameras, of course, in those days. And, I mean, that, I look back to my, my time in the director's box when I was a kid in the 80s, and I would have had photographs now of me with Jackie Milburn and Joe Harvey, etc. But didn't have them in them days, did we, David? But, yeah, I mean, you've got the memories, and, and nobody can take those memories away from you, mate. Absolutely fa- uh, fantastic. Uh, John says, the smaller teams who are doing well, their teams operate as a unit with teamwork, not based around one or two star players like the past. Yeah, that's a good point, John. Um, you think back to, you know, some of the teams, you know, of, of days gone by that have, that have outperformed maybe the bigger teams like Southampton with Letizier, um, you know, you, you know, people who stayed at the club for one year. I, you could probably put Spurs in, in that category to a degree with a couple of the players that they've had o- over the years as well. You know, I mean, you know, Chrissy Waddle, Tavi uh, Janola, they maybe had one or two star players, uh, but didn't have a really great team. Um, but yeah, I, I, I fully agree, mate. Yeah, and Newcastle operate well as a unit, don't they? They've, they've, they've got that they've got that wonderful team ethic and, you know, the fight for each other on and off the ball. You know, the, you know, the, they don't get bullied. Newcastle United now, which, you know, previous teams over the years have, have, have been bullied, you know, too much. And uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right. Oh, Les, that's kind. Uh, all the better for catching this, Steve. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes it's nice just to come on and chat and have a, and have a chat with the people in the chat, you know. Those of you as well who, who are members, I mean, uh, I've been giving away Steve Howie tickets this week. I'll, I'll do another one. Um, a little bit later today. So if you're a member of the channel, if you've actually joined on the YouTube community, um, I'm giving away two tickets um, for the Steve Howie uh, talking up until the talking itself. I think we've given away about 10, 10 tickets now, John. Um, so that's, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's just giving you something back. People who are committing to the, the actual channel. We do something for the people who joined the cult membership, of course, the one-off payment. But I just thought it was right. There's a lot of you. I think there's about 90, 90 of you now who are who are actually channel members. And I just thought, you know, what have I ever given them? So we're giving you something back. We're giving the opportunity to win these Steve Howie tickets. But uh, yes, uh, John, um, I think I forgot to put the clue up last night as well for our, our actual members. So what I might do is I might get that up. Um, might get that up today if I can find it. Yeah, there it is. Um, I might do a little review of that this week so people have got it and then I'll remind people on Friday two seconds, bear with us so yeah, I did forget something last night so this was the clue for those of you who are cult members this is your first clue first of the 4th, 1957 first of the 4th, 1957 I'll keep that in and I'll do a shout out for that on each of the each of the shows coming up Tom says uh, would we sign Trossard with him wanting to leave Brighton? Well, look, Eddie Howe's not saying anything about transfers um, at all. And he was asked about ins and outs yesterday, Tom, as I mentioned at the start of the show. And very, very little is going to happen if, if you listen to what he said yesterday. But he also says that we are monitoring the market, monitoring the situation. And from our perspective, if there's a deal to be done, will do it at the right price. And again, he emphasises it's got to be the right kind of person coming to the club. The biggest connection, or biggest two connections with Trossard, of course, are Big Dan Byrne and Dan Ashworth. And if there can be a deal done with Brighton and Trossard fancies the chances of coming to St. James's Park, you would imagine that Newcastle would be in the driving seat in this window if if there was a deal to be done. Because of the fact that you know, both Dan Byrne and Ashworth can can sell can sell Trossard the dream, and I, let's face it, people sitting at home 
who play for other football clubs must stick Sky on when Newcastle are playing or BBC or ITV, whichever channel they pop up on Amazon and go, I'd love to be part of that. And yeah, I think Trossard is still a possibility. That's not through any rumours or anything I've heard. It's a good instinct, Tom. But I still think Trossard's a possibility. I think it would be a wonderful addition. That hat-trick he scored against Liverpool um, stands out, of course, but he would be a wonderful addition. And I think he would fit the remit. And, and I mean, you've got, to, you've got to look at what Brighton have done. If there's a blueprint, and I, I don't like saying you should follow this blueprint, you should follow that blueprint, but the blueprint is Brighton, isn't it? I mean, look at the players that have left Brighton and look at the players they've got playing now and look at their league position. They are still performing, still getting results and some great players coming through. And, and ultimately, that's what Newcastle want to be like. They want to have an academy. They want to have the youngsters coming through, some who will be homegrown and some who they'll be purchasing, like the likes of Garen Kual. That's what they want. And we've got the person who did that for England, did, you know, developed the England side of things and developed Brighton in Dan Ashworth. We couldn't have a better person. And from a commercial point of view, you know, we've, we've made a great signing in Darren Eels. Um, you, know, uh, you know, so we've got, we've got everything we need to, 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 you know, progress in the first phase. And from my perspective, Trossard would be a great signing, Tom. I'd love to see him at Newcastle. Of course, you want to see big names. I'd love to see Harry Kane at Newcastle. I think he would fit Newcastle's remit. We can't go and buy Harry Kane at the minute. Can we buy him in the summer? Possibly. Is it somebody Eddie Howe would like to work with? I think so. Um, can we afford him? It depends. And a lot of, a lot of it will depend on the commercial revenue that we'd bring in. You know, the financial fair play situation is something which I've said to you before on the show. I don't understand it. I'm sure most of you out there don't understand it. You get a basic understanding, but you don't, you couldn't say, well, X, Y, and Z could happen. And this is what, like, you, you kind of do it. You know what I mean? Because teams like Chelsea are making a farce of financial fair play. You're looking at that going, well, <laughs> how are they able to do that? And how are they able to sign this player and that player? So you know, from our perspective, all we know is that our commercial in, in, intake hasn't been good enough over the last 14 years. And that, that is why we're behind everybody else. But how much we can spend, when we can spend it, it's still a bit of an unknown, I think, to, to most of us. And, you know, a lot of people out there just guess. Ray Burrow says, uh, one thing I've noticed this season is teams like us, Brighton, Brentford, etc., are no longer willing to just defend against the so-called big teams and are going for it. It's a good point, Ray. And I think, I think it's the right way to, to, to go about things. And I think, I think that, that basically ties in as well with, with some of these teams going through, you know, a, a bad time. And I, I do think financial fair play has affected some of them as well, you know, to, to, to the degree where they haven't been able to go out and splash the cash as, as, as well as they would hope. And the fact that there's another big team, i.e. Newcastle, who are an attractive option for, for, for signing players. And I think, yeah, I, I, but I think, yeah, I, I just think essentially, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the other teams are just going for it. And, it's a delight to watch. That's what I mean. It's it's it, it's it, it's more of a level playing field now. Um, and whereas, whereas I've just read the league table out earlier on. Whereas in the past it was, you know, you had your top ten and your bottom ten, um, and then it then it changed and you had like a a top, a middle, and a, a bottom tier. A different different sets of teams. Teams that were just willing to sit in that mid table and tread water. You had your teams always involved in relegation and you had your teams always challenged about the title. We've gone back to just like a, a top 10 and a bottom 10. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's that exciting. Anybody in that top 10 can qualify for Europe and anybody in that bottom 10 could be relegated. And, and it, it makes for an entertaining uh, league. Roger says, uh, McIntosh Derby, uh, or Manchester Derby. That's what he says. Sorry, God almighty, I need to put my glasses on. As much as I think primarily of us, I hate Manua. So I a draw or City win is what he would like to see. Uh, Kual got into a good position a couple of times, but didn't get the ball. Maybe an age thing uh, will be more vocal with time. I didn't watch the game, so I didn't see how Kual played when he came on. I know he was on the bench, um, but that's a great place to go and learn your craft. And, you know, it didn't do the likes of Longstaff and that any, any uh, harm. Um, you know, many a player has gone up there, learned... You know, learned that trade and come back and, and performed well. And, and, and I think as well, if a player doesn't hit the ground in the Premier League, 
um, or get the opportunity to get into the team, it gives them an opportunity, you know, to to maybe go back up there because you know they know they can play at that level. Um, uh, Tavernia is is, is a, a prime example. Of what a player he is for Rangers, but you know couldn't do really in the in, it couldn't get into Newcastle's team, couldn't get into the Premier League. I don't think he would do that well in in, in the Premier League to be perfectly honest. But um, he's a legend at Rangers, absolute legend. But yeah, we'll keep an eye on him, uh, see what he's like, and um, you know, hopefully he will do well and get better with with each game that he plays. Trippier would make an excellent coach or assistant manager, says David Knight. I agree, mate. I agree. And uh, Nick from the uh, Nicholas from the Felon was on last night. I, I meant to get to the. I meant to get to it, um, and didn't get to it last night um, about Bonner. Um, and and his you know his involvement on the whole coaching side he doesn't get much praise but uh, I'm sure he does from from the manager Jake W we'll cover this at the start of the uh, we'll start of this uh, at the start of the show um, do you have anything to say about the t-shirt you are selling for the food bank being a direct rip off of a local business's t-shirt um, I covered it at the start of the show and you need to have a look at that on NUFC Matters uh, Twitter. Um, from my perspective, mate, I've said what I've got to say about it. And anything that's sold for the food bank, which is a benefit for the food bank, is fine. But anyone can make a T-shirt. Um, the back page does a hell of a lot of T-shirts, which are replicas of other people's work. Um, but anything that's been raised for the for the food bank, I think, is is a, is a good thing. And I, I want to say to John, well done to John on doing these T-shirts. Um, I think what we should get really from uh, Steve Hasty, maybe and the guys from the food bank is how much John has actually helped raise for the food bank since 2020. It would be nice to know a total. Um, so maybe that's something I will chase uh, my friend Steve Hasty up on to see whether we can get that. Appreciate we will evolve, but we'll never forget all those involved from the beginning. Les, you are right. Uh, John says, unfortunately for Steve, sometimes the blame should be aimed at me. Yes, John. Um, Maybe you can tell Jake W that. Uh, Jules, sadly going to have to give back the Steve Howie tickets. Dave can't get the Friday off work. Really try, but no budging his work. Also, it'll be Wembley weekend. Really wanted to come up too. No problem, Jules. That's fine. Um, I'm sure we'll have plenty of people who uh, uh, will, will be willing to take us. Uh, yeah, watch from the start. This has been addressed. If you're just here to troll, enjoy. Thanks, John, for, uh, for jumping in on that. Uh, David says, uh, blame Steve Wraith. Well, your part in us getting new owners isn't a bad thing to be blamed for. Forever grateful to all, regardless of your modesty. Thank you, uh, David. Yeah, listen, happy, happy days. Masturbator. It's really quite simple. Great name, by the way. And nobody's reached out regard, regards taking these designs. Food bank or not, we will progress with legal matters if you don't remove the designs. Okay, well, you can speak to John about that. Um, it's something for, for me to, to pass on to John, which I did this morning. And uh, as I can see, John has put that into the chat. I am uh, simply the person who promotes, I don't facilitate these things, so speak to John. Um, lots of comments in the chat about that, so I'll leave you to deal with that. Trossard and Neves, says Roger Keith. Yeah, uh, never, sorry, never, yeah. I would think that would be a, another good sign, but I think, I think, I don't think we'll make massive inroads into in, in this transfer market. Could be a possible one for the summer. Uh, but it will be interesting. Let's see what happens. Steve says, uh, just a note, there's no profit from T-shirts sold. Goes to a great cause, the food bank. Thank you, Steve, for that. Uh, Craig Hope, who is usually quite right with the stuff that he says, uh, says, Craig Hope said we have an interest in Ruben Neves, which if, if he said it, you pay attention to it. You do pay attention to it. I think essentially that could be, that could be a possibility. Uh, David says, Chelsea, average income per head per game is £1,800. Uh, their income help. Rather have more sensible management than gung-ho. Uh, yeah, and I agree. The whole, you know, the, the, the whole financial fair play thing, as I said, is, is something which I am very unaware of, um, as in the facts. And I think you need somebody who knows what they're talking about to, to speak about it. So it's why I rarely comment on, comment on financial fair play other than to say that it exists. Um, I know that the lads on the Amigos often laugh at this, but, um, you know, I think the reason they laugh is because, you know, you've got Chelsea who, you know, essentially, um, you know, and, and, and Everton who, who've gone, you know, and, and done other things. But I keep saying their commercial revenue has always been better. Uh, than ours over the last 14 years. So they're always going to have more chance of, uh, you know, of buying 
buying those things. Financial fair play is in uh, the same category as Bigfoot. It's a myth. That's a good way of describing it. Um, uh, wonky donkey. Uh, David Knight says Chelsea's debt was written off so they can actually spend about 500 million on players without being in breach. I don't like it, to be honest, because it's not fair on other teams. And Tom Dixon uh, says, with the championship being so tight, who would you like to see come up? Good question, Tom. Um, let me have a look, because I've got to be honest, other than Sunderland and Middlesbrough, I'm not 100% sure who are in the positions where. But here we go, looking at the table. So Burnley's top, 56 points. Sheffield United second on 51 points. Blackburn third on 42 points. Watford on 40 points. Then you've got Borough on 50 points, uh, 39 points, sorry, in fifth. And Millwall sixth, 39 points. Luton seventh, 39. And Sunderland are eighth on 38. Sunderland have played the game more than a couple of other teams above them. Okay, well, I'd love to see Burnley come up um, because ultimately they're a lovely set of fans. Um, I was down at Burnley on the last day of the season when they got relegated, um, and it was hard. It was hard to watch because I was I was with the Burnley fans as well. I got invited into the, the corporate section by a couple of my mates. Um, so I'd like to see Burnley win the league, but that's a great top three for away trips. Burnley, Sheffield United and Blackburn are all three trips which would be fantastic for Newcastle. Um, if Borough came up as well, you know, there's another one. And I don't think Sunderland will come up. I think they'll fall away. But hey, that those those three teams would be fantastic. Burnley, Sheffield United and Blackburn for me, Tom. Be absolutely great, mate. Um uh, Ray, you've had to depart. Uh, take care, mate. I hope uh, hope you have a good day. Uh, Paul Gallant, good morning. I hope you are well, mate. Great to see you in the chat as usual, mate. You've been a bit of a miss. I hope things are okay after the uh, the death in your family, mate. It's uh, you know it, it is it is difficult. Um, and you know, Mitch is going through it. I'm I'm still up and down, of course, about my mum. But uh, yeah, it it never goes away, mate. It does hang on you. Uh, Steve, great question. Something, something uh, again we didn't discuss last night. Um, I think, I think when we get to the final, this is this is a time to discuss it, of course. And I, and I do think I do think we've got more than enough to beat Southampton over two legs. But do you think the club could have big screens up for the cup if we get to the final? Probably charge ten pound and donate it to the food bank. Thoughts. I, I would imagine there's going to be something happen. Um, there'll be a lot of people who will try and capitalise on, on this potential final. We've seen over the years, um, you know, at, at the Centre for Life, um, for example, where we've done talk-ins um, pre-match, you know, big, big arenas being developed. Um, and I think because of the, you know, because of the demand for tickets will surpass the amount of tickets we'll get, going to be a lot of disappointed people. Um, so yes, I think there will be pop-up places to watch the game. I, I'm not sure whether the club will do it, but I think Times Square will be the. I, I would be very surprised if somebody hasn't already got that earmarked for that weekend. Um, I would be very surprised. Uh, but yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens uh, with that. Um, and I, I think you know a, a donation and, and money to the food bank would be would be absolutely fantastic. Les says, uh, I was in the Leeser's end when they beamed back Liverpool versus Newcastle. The atmosphere was cracking. Do you remember as well? They used to do it at the um, the old Odeon in Newcastle. I mean, it's not there now, the cinema. But they used to, um, you know, they used to basically put the, uh, the the matches on on the on the screens. It was it was absolutely fantastic uh, to to see. Um, and and from my perspective, um, I, I, you know. I think you know again. I guess it comes down to copyright and stuff like that, and 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 you've got to pay. You know, you've got to pay for you know screening the uh, the likes of Sky now. Um, it depends where the game's on, but yeah, I think I think I think it'll be fantastic. I think it's a, it's a great idea, and you know, fans you know fans deserve the opportunity to be able to see the game and, and be in a crowd. So I think there'll be a lot of that. I think there'll be a lot. Uh, Times uh, Time Square would be great, like where they had the England games. Yeah, Tom, it's uh, it's, a, it's a great venue, um, and of course, I think there's the place on the quay side used to be C Nightclub, um, the Riverside, is it? 
which which you know they've done they've done similar things where people can go and sit outside and you know um uh, watch the games so i'm sure there'll be other places who who come up with ideas and 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 you know put stuff out there i think the big question is tickets i mean what do you guys think in the chat um you know what is the fairest way to distribute tickets for for the cup uh, for a cup final if we get to it um you know there is a there is obviously the you know the loyalty scheme in place at Newcastle where you know people have to have X amount of points um to to basically go to games and you know let's say you only get thirty two thousand tickets for the game um when you've got forty thousand season ticket holders there's eight thousand people who are going to be left disappointed. So you know who do those tickets go to? That's the you know that's the big question. I mean in, in previous cup finals we've been quite lucky. Uh, we've always managed to get our tickets um, you know, we've had season tickets at the club since um, my first season ticket was 1989 um, and my dad's my brothers were 1991 so you know we've had our season tickets without a break since then so it you know, we've been lucky in that in that respect that we had tickets we got tickets for the the charity shield we got tickets for the 98 99 cup finals and for the semi-final against Chelsea so it'll be interesting to see how they do it um will it be will it be based on tickets bought? For for games, so for example, you know, if you bought tickets for the the other Carabao Cup rounds, um, will that be will that be taken into consideration ahead of somebody else? Um, it remains to be seen. Um, I, one thing's for certain, they're not going to be able to please everybody, and you know that's the problem. And you're just looking at away tickets now. Um, at the last shout, yeah, I'm just looking now. Bournemouth away season ticket holder sale is still at two hundred points now. That will come down. I don't think there's a massive amount of tickets left, but that will come down probably to about 190. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who won't, won't have anywhere near that amount of points. So you can imagine what it's going to be like for Southampton. Now, I'm not sure if it's the same as the FA Cup, where you have to have 25% allocation for away fans. But if it isn't, then you're probably only going to get in the region of 3,000 tickets for that game. And I would imagine that the points are going to start at 200 again. So... It's going to be the same people again who probably get tickets for that. Um, but yeah, we will wait and see. Let's get back into the, the chat. David Knight says, Steve, what's going on with St. Maximin? What do you think his long-term future is? I'm not sure his personality fits with the squad. I've said this on the show on more than one occasion, David. I don't think ASM will be a Newcastle United player at the start of next season. Um, I do feel that we'll, we'll need to get the best out of him between now and May. Um, Eddie Howe's made it quite obvious that he doesn't want to let players go um, however he did say yesterday that if there was a you know things can happen left field you could get a you could get a bid in for a player which might you know which might be able you know facilitate another deal and because of the financial fair play and the fact we can't go out and spend daft money in this window let's say someone came in for a bit of with a bit of forty to fifty million for ESM, I think I think Newcastle would be tempted as long as they could bring another player in to replace him. Um, I don't think he'll stay, uh, and there's definitely something not right. I pointed this out on Wednesday after the Tuesday night game where my brother was in pre-match and you know he he watched the lads train and do the warm-ups and ESM was late late out for that, but then at half time. I found this really bizarre. He came out as the lads were doing their drills at half time on the pitch. ASM came out five minutes later and started doing his own runs across the halfway line, backwards and forwards, on his own, which usually means that the person's coming on. And he then went and joined the the other players for about five minutes and then all went back down to the uh, the dressing room. And for me... Personally, I thought, oh, he must be coming on. Didn't come on till what, 10 minutes before the end? I just found it really strange. Um, there is something going on with ESM. Uh, the club are probably going to keep it in-house. They will keep it in-house. But I'm sure it will all come out in the wash. It's always better to watch the match with other fans rather than at home. Steve, you're right, I think. Borough up for a close away game and a win. Yeah, I'd love to see. I would like to see Borough come up. I like, I, I've got to be honest, I do like Steve Gibson as a chairman. Um, he put his money where his mouth is on more than one occasion, and I, I do like him. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for sharing. 
David Knight says, I think for the tickets, half of them should go to season ticket holders. The rest to anyone else seems the fairest way. I, I don't think they'll do that, David. I think season ticket holders will get first dabs. Um, and then I think it'll be people who who have managed to get tickets for the cup games. I think that's the way it will be. On, on tickets, Steve, do you think the whole system needs looking at? David, so difficult. Um... I think as well when you start talk, when you start talking tickets, it, it creates a bit of an us and them thing. So my season ticket, as I say, I've had a season ticket since '89. I started in the Melbourne D paddock. I moved to the um, Gallagher end and then moved to the the West Stand. But I've had that unbroken that season ticket. So you know, for me personally, um, as well, I've got I've got good loyalty points for the away games that I've been to. Um, would I feel aggrieved if they changed it? Yes, because I've done the, I've done the miles and I feel I would be, I would feel gutted if suddenly they just said, right, well, we're scrapping that and we're starting again because it just means it was all for nothing in a lot of ways. Although I enjoyed it and had a good time and did this and did that. Um, I think they would need to have some kind of way of rewarding those people who've got X amount of points. You've got 20 points on your... If you've got 20 points on your season ticket, um, then you're going to feel aggrieved if you lose them. It's, it's, it's such a difficult thing. I'm glad it's not me sorting it out. It's going to have to be Darren Eels, and, uh, you know, I wish him all the best with it. But, you know, ultimately probably does need looking at Tell me a fair way, Dave. Tell me a fair way. Steve Middlemas says, for me, Steve, season uh, to season ticket holders who've gone to cup games have priority, but all of, also those who haven't should be like everyone else in the sale of cup tickets. That, that, that's, that's fair in my opinion. It's a good point, Steve. It's a good point. Um, I've always I've always balked at the fact that when you buy a cup ticket, you don't get a loyalty point either. Um, a home ticket, that is. Um, you only get them for away tickets. Um, you don't get it for a home ticket. And of course, Newcastle have got this member system as well, haven't they? Which I, I you know, again, the member scheme where was that people without season tickets? You know, that was difficult. Jules says, fairest way is to increase number to the clubs by limiting the corporate greed, VIP seats that always end up on empty, cam- em- empty on camera. But we all know that will never happen, sadly. Great point, Jules. I mean, they do give tickets away to, to, to you know, to those kinds of people. All I know is they sell very fast and with 100k plus trying, it will be tough to get tickets. Very true, Kenny. Very true indeed. I remember the days when there were tokens on the programme. Season tickets, priority, obvious starting point, but never satisfy everyone. Yeah, David, I was talking to somebody in the gym also called David uh, the other day and he was talking about the League Cup in 76 and um, he had all 30 30 programmes up until the semi-final. And you needed 30 tokens to get your cup final ticket. So he got his. So, uh, yeah, it's one that I remember that. Um, John Askew says, remember the 1999, uh, 0.66% of the stadium red and white, 34% black and white. What can we do to avoid a repeat if it's the same final? It was a disgrace and we cannot allow it to happen again. It's funny, John, I, I must have selective memory because I cannot remember that. I cannot remember that the, 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 there was that many, but... Maybe a lot of the corporates were Man United, uh, those freebies. Paul Gallant says, thanks for the shout-out, Steve. Appreciate it. You are correct. Since mom left it, it's been hard. I came up last weekend to pick up a car that was not uh, where I was meant to pick it up. Uh, big wind-up from a troll. Oh, dear me, Paul. Sorry to hear that. Honestly, mate, it's uh, it's crazy, mate. It's you know This internet is, is a joke. I'll tell you what I'm seeing a lot of on the timeline, slightly changing subject, is people robbing people for tickets. Um I think Shambles Travel, Amanda, went down to um, oh, Sheffield Wednesday, got down there and was scammed on six tickets. So the six six people who got our bus got down there and there was no tickets. Um, it's more and more common to the point now, unfortunately, because I, I use my social media to try and help people if there's somebody missing or there's somebody needs a charity pushing or whatever. I, somebody tags us in something, I'll, I'll help them out. And somebody, um, somebody, I've, I've had a couple this season where people have said, I'm looking for two tickets. And then such and such has said, oh, I've got two tickets. And then it turns out it's a scammer. 
Um, and I've got a whole host of posts underneath going, this is a scammer, blah, 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 blah. This happened to me. Here's a screenshot. I've just, I just stopped doing it. It's, it's, it's a pity, but you just, you just can't afford to, you can't afford to take the risk because otherwise you're, you're complicit in, you know, having somebody ripped off. Um, but sorry to hear that. Uh, Paul, Tom Dixon says, if Newcastle win or lose the League Cup, how will it work out for teams to get into Europe? Depends on where people are finished in the league. Uh, Tom, if we're still fourth, it's not going to matter, or third, it's not going to matter. But, um, you know, it, it usually relies on, on, on you know, who's won the Cup. So if one team wins the, the League Cup and the, the FA Cup and finishes in a, a European position, it's obviously going to open it up for others, Tom. That's that's how it works. I'm already anxious about getting, uh, about success of getting Southampton home tickets for the semi. Yeah, Roger, it's, it's pointless stressing out, mate, until we know exactly what's going to happen, mate. It's um, it's not good, is it? It's not good. I see we've got a um, a scammer in the chat as well. Not so local hero. Thanks, mate. Yeah, this whole thief business is, is absolutely ludicrous. Uh, I did speak to John about it this morning, and John has put his own statement out. Um, you know, and again, just going over old ground. I have nothing to do with the T-shirts. I'll promote them on the show to help raise money for the food bank, and that's it. So... Uh, John is dealing with that, I'm sure, as we speak. Um, and I'm a little bit behind in the chat because obviously I'm I'm talking. Uh, David John Cook says ESM says the right thing on social media, but doesn't with the team. Too self-absorbed rather than the team player. Yeah, I, you see, this is the problem with social media, isn't it? Um, and and you say that ESM says the right thing on social media, but is it is it ESM running his social media? Is it his agent? Um, that's the thing, isn't it? We don't know. Um, who who is running this running the social media? Uh, Tottenham want Maximum. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard that Tom. I've heard that Tottenham were keen um, in the summer to take him. Um, but you know, it, it's it's not something that Eddie Howe wanted to do. I, I guess he probably thought he could change him and and you know get a get a better performance out of him. But uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to a team like Tottenham. We've got a we've got a habit of selling the likes of Janola, the hair, Chris Waddle, Gaza, of course. I'm a season ticket holder, but because my dad sorts it, that it's linked to his email and not mine. So I have another ticket and account for cup games to enable me to take my children, says Dave. Well, that's a good way good way to do it. John says it's a sign of the times when a player of Maxi Stan and is on the fringes of the team. I like him, but not sure he quite fits at the moment. And Roger says, I do fear for tomorrow if AM starts over GA7. I don't think Julian will start tomorrow, Roger. I, I really don't. Um, I, I, I just think personally that you know, I, I'm not sure whether his head will be right. I'm not sure whether the, whether Eddie Howe will want to do that. I'm sure it'll be discussed at the highest level, but I'll be surprised if GA7 starts tomorrow. I think, and uh, you know, I'll be surprised if ESM starts, to be honest. It's going to be interesting to see what, what happens. Um, for 10 years when I could, I did 500 miles for every home game today. Would would I be considered a tourist fan? Wow, David, that's, a, that's an interesting question, mate. Um well, I don't think you would be, mate, to be honest. I've seen this fallout of people on Twitter and, you know, you're not a real fan and, you know, this day tripper and this, that and the other. But, mate, you did the miles, mate. Um, nobody could ever accuse you of being that, I don't think. John says, if J7 is left out, is that punishing the fans as well? I hope he plays. Look, I mean, Eddie Howe made the decision. It's his decision. He said that yesterday at the press conference. Um, I'll make the right decision for the team. You know, Joe Linton will be mortified and remorseful and I'm sure that at some point you will address the players and speak to the players and you know they'll keep it in house John I've said this and, and that's what we should all do we don't know the facts um, I've heard a lot of rumours uh, you know I pick up bits and bobs from people which I wouldn't share on a platform um, but from my perspective I genuinely feel um, that Eddie Howe will make the right decision so uh, yeah 100% he will Steve Middlemas says, I can also remember going to the match, no season tickets, paying at the turnstiles for years. Steve, me too. That's how I started off. Um, 100%. It's, uh, it's one of those things. It's, uh, um, you know, uh, the good old days, as we probably called them. I know we look through rose-tinted spectacles, but yeah, £1.50 I used to pay to get into the Gallagher end. Um... Tom says, just been looking at the Man United fixtures and they have some hard games coming up. Yeah, and we've got a decent... Um, we've got a you know we've got a decent running um, in the next in the next you know five or six games. We really could capitalize on 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 that, and things could look a lot different in six weeks' time. Jules says Saturday morning chats are normally very chilled. Not used to so much excitement. Yeah, thanks to everybody in the uh, 
the chat and the moderators for uh, doing their job. It's um, it's unfortunate. Like I I don't see everything that goes out on on the NUFC matters uh, Twitter account. I've got to be perfectly honest. Um, and as I say, we've already addressed it on the show this morning. I'll leave it to John to uh, to deal with these people and um, you know um, whatever he decides, he gets my blessing. Uh, anyone who opened for Man City and Brighton wins this afternoon. Top four chances boosted. I mean, we discussed it right at the start of the program, John. You mustn't, have, you mustn't have heard, but I think, I think Man City, Man United draw would be good for me. I, I genuinely feel that that would be a good draw, and I, I, I think a Brighton, a, I think draws across the board could be a possibility. When you look at the fixture list today and the way that it's worked out, I, I genuinely think you could get one of those, you could get one of those weekends where nobody, nobody really makes any inroads. Man United, Man City, I think could be a draw. Brighton, Liverpool could be a draw and I think Newcastle versus Fulham could be a draw and you're looking at that thing and well we all stand still um, it'll be interesting mate it's a hell of a weekend the way that it's panned out John just says yes please he would love that uh, we often make the journey up knowing we don't have tickets but we enjoy catching up with friends we've made on here just being in the city soaking up the atmosphere is great Julie we love seeing you too uh, it's great to see the pair of you when you're up here and um, yeah look forward to your, your next journey up good morning Kevin I hope everything is okay in the US of A uh, with you, mate. Uh, John says, when I started going in 1974, it was 30 pence on the old Lisa's end. Fantastic atmospheres. Wow, 30 pence. Uh, Steve Middlemas says, only thing that was sold going to matches is 150,000 stadium with all the trimmings. Dear me, out, Steve. 150,000, really? Um, I, I think we'll get an extension. And I think that's something that they'll do sooner rather than later. Um, I think we'll, I think we will see Newcastle's you know, attendance get up to maybe fifty nine thousand. I, I think would I think would struggle to fill eighty thousand if I'm being perfectly honest. Unless we started winning things every year, um, but I certainly feel, you know, you know, sixty thousand seat stadium or just under will will be the next stage, and I can see them extending on the Gallagher end sooner rather than later. And you know, that would be great for for everybody. Uh, for me, it was shillings and pence at the turnstile, Les. I bet you you remember the old red flag going up as well, which George Mitchell talked about on a regular basis, or the peanut seller on the uh, at the side of the pitch. Uh, Tom says, I think he might start Jacob Murphy tomorrow. He's been playing well. Tom, he loves Jacob Murphy as well, doesn't he? Um, so, yeah, I, I think Murphy could play him. You know, it, it, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I, I think if anybody's expecting Joe Linton to play, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised. Back in the day, says David, uh, attendance is very drastically dependent on opponents and form, not so much these days, I didn't realise until those were the days, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a bit of an insight, isn't it, when George does that what's a shilling, Les, says Roger you cheeky, uh, Donald Bain says, morning Steve, morning Chatters, morning Donald I hope you're well, David Knight says certainly we'd definitely get top four, so we want them to win today against the scum <laughs> and can't buy a Freddo for 30 pence these days says Dave, uh, you are right 150,000 super stadium. Don't know. I, I, I mean, it would be great. I just genuinely do not think would would ever sell it. You know what I mean? I, I don't think would sell it out. Um, even with you know, even with day trippers and stuff. Remember having the uh, thrippany bits? Yeah, it gets used in a different way. That Steve these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, well done, mods. Been been brilliant today. Um, it's a pity that it's uh, had to come to that today. Um, Les says peanut seller for sure uh, got hit plenty times. It's great to see the uh, the guy who was dressed in black and white as well uh, with the top hat and tails he used to go around. That probably was the um, probably was the peanut seller. Uh, the Queen loved Jimmy like he loved her. Says Matty. Jules uh, says thanks to all who've joined this morning. Have a great weekend. Here's the three points tomorrow. John says the peanut seller more accurate than half of them on the pitch. <laughs> Five pence a bag. Uh, see, man, you are signing the Dutch Chris Wood. Yeah, that's a strange signing, isn't it? Really, really strange. Um, okay, that is uh, the end of the show. Um, I'm going to be back tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. It'll be me uh, with the professionals, Mitch, Stu Penman, and Ben Jacobs on the show tomorrow. So uh, see you in the morning, bright and early at 10 o'clock. Thanks to all the moderators. Thanks to everybody who's joined us. Thanks for all your questions. Take care. Have a great Saturday, and we will be back tomorrow morning.